2: Happy Friday. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. It is game week. Philadelphia Eagles visit the Arizona Cardinals this Sunday. This is your definitive preview primer. I'm Johnny Venerable. Joined as always, Bo Brock to my right, the great Frank Sanders to my left. We are downtown Phoenix at the PHNX Studios in Bo Brock. A lot of moving parts at cards practice today and not in the best way possible.
3: No, not at all. You've got Rodney Hudson ruled out. Cliff Kingsbury said today he probably won't play, and that's about as definitive as you're going to get from K2 at (laughs) this time during the week. He's doubtful. You've got a couple guys already ruled out. The setback for Antoine Wesley. So diversifying that wide receiver core is going to have to come from A.J. Green coming back to the Arizona Cardinals (laughs) come Sunday. Frank likes that. He likes a a wide receiver over six feet tall. But, you know, it's a big loss. Rodney Hudson is. I know that you had the big fourth down play where he snapped the ball over Kyler Murray's head, but he does a lot more than just snap the football for this offensive line. And where the pressure is going to come on Sunday from this Philly defense, you've got a mountain of a man in Jordan Davis, yeah. first-round pick out of Georgia, and a, probably a future Hall of Famer in Fletcher Cox. It's a daunting task for this Cardinals offensive line. Down just one member, four or five expected to play, it's a key member that's out. Frank, how concerning is it for you that Kyler Murray, who already struggles with
2: interior pressure, now no Rodney Hudson, and you've got two supremely gifted defensive
0: tackles to contain? It it'll be, uh, it be interesting to see the game plan, then, I would think about, more so because then I don't wanna see if, if Cliff's gonna move him out of the pocket a little bit more, yeah. but move him out of the pocket naturally, not have him have to run and break out of pocket because the interior is not there anymore, which affects his throwing lanes. I'd prefer him to move him out of the pocket, roll him a little bit, create plays specifically for that purpose so you can kinda of have better sight lines. And if it's not there, either run it or throw it. So um, definitely, it's, it's, I'm hoping that the guys realize that once you lose a leader, that the guys will band together and gel together a little bit better. Um Rodney wasn't there at the beginning of the season in the preseason for the most part. Yeah. And that line held up very well. We had some good some guys that kinda took that spot and kind of played very well. But uh, it would be, be an adjustment, but I'm just hoping that Cliff does, like I just said earlier, make the offense actually flow from that from that missing piece instead of having it having to realize that it's not, it's just not there. I
2: don't know how you can watch the Denver Broncos last night not move Russell Wilson around and think, well, Cliff Kingsbury needs to keep Kyler Murray and statuesque performance. But Bo, you think about Sean Harlow, he played a little bit of guard to start this year. It was not good. I think we all would agree his best position is center. He presumably is going to start. Billy Price, the former first-round pick, out of Ohio State, likely the backup, Max w- Max Williams, or excuse me, Max Garcia. We'll get to Max Williams here in a second.
3: Not scheduled to play. Yeah. Justin Pugh, do you expect him to suit up on Sunday? I think so. I mean, he was at practice in a limited capacity today. He's got the elbow issue and you know, he dealt with the stinger issue leading up to the season. You had the you know, just the off-season storyline surrounding Justin Pugh. He thought he was going into retirement, yeah. drops all this weight, and then Steve Kime comes to him with a contract offer and you know, he's got to bulk back up, and he's got to get back into playing shape, and we've seen, you know, what goes into that, that this game is something you have to always be prepared for, even in the offseason, Frank, and and Justin Pugh is is luckily going to be back, because I think that that's the continued continuity with this offensive group playing together is good for the Arizona Cardinals, and look, I mean, Fletcher Cox is daunting. Yeah. Jordan Davis is an absolute just beast early on in his career, but... They've faced Aaron Donald this year. They've faced yeah. Chris Jones. So it's not, you know, a task that's too much they for them. Do, I don't know if they did well in those hours. Nah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, and short, Sean Arlo had a lower not. PFF grade than I've ever seen before. Yes, the but 24. It, it hopefully at a different <laughs> position. But the, you, they they can't suffer any more injuries on mm-hmm. that, especially the interior of the offensive line. You know, will they elevate Coda Martin for the game? And, and and it's just like, you're can who, who's the ham fa- sandwich that's going to fill in? And the, it's not you know, NFL starting caliber guys.
2: Well, I'm going to tell you the remedy for it. You got to run the football and the team has been running the football exceptionally well with, you know, Benjamin deserving more carries. James Conner looked like he was slowly getting back to form last week. Daryl Williams and company. That is how you slow down this vaunted Philly pass rush that includes Hassan Reddick. But I'm a little bit concerned, gentlemen. We got a release today that was completely out of left field. Unexpected Max Williams, stalwart for this team, was cut by the Cardinals today. Now a nice. lot of people think it's IR or excuse me, IR related to bring somebody back. Maybe they stash him on the practice squad. Max Williams' contract is guaranteed this year. Maybe it's a Devon Kennard s kind of move, ball, brock. But when I'm playing Philadelphia and I want to run the football, like mm-hmm. does that speak to Trey McBride and how how well his development is coming? Because I'm a little bit concerned not having a third
3: tight out out there that I can trust. Yeah, it probably mean more snaps for more of the swifter backs. Right. I, I don't you think more in between the tackles with James Conner, so maybe they are Ramping up guys like Daryl Williams, guys like Eno Benjamin to kind of bust it outside a little bit more and and work on the on the edge more so than, and run at Hassan Reddick more so than at Fletcher Cox and at Jordan Davis. Yeah, uh, but it, it's not great. Yeah, I mean we'll bring on Howard Bolster, our, our talented writer here for PHNX Cardinals, and get some more insight. Is it roster gymnastics that's going on with Max Williams? Because it really was kind of shocking. We'll get to him in, in a few sec in a segment or so. Uh, we'll bring on Howard, and we'll talk about what's going on with the roster. And they've got uh, guys that – well, actually, let's bring them on right now. Let's bring them on right now. (laughs) The
2: great Howard Balzer, gophnx.com. He's got articles coming out almost on a daily basis. Yeah.
4: Howard, welcome to the show. Great to be with you guys. It's really tremendous. And listening to you as you're talking, I'm saying, okay, I'll comment on that. I'll comment on that. But <laughs> whatever you want to throw at me, go ahead. But it's you great to be, be here. You got to be patient. You know, you got to be like Why the I... Greg
3: Dortch of this crew, even though you've, you've, you've <laughs> earned a little bit more than, than Dortch. But, you know, the opportunity is here. Howard, it's time to play ball with us. What are you thinking of this Max Williams
4: release on this Friday before a game on Sunday? Well, It was crazy today because I was – updating my injury report list and going down what I had from the last two days. And I'm looking, well, hold it. Where's Max Williams on the injury report? Because yeah. I hadn't seen yet the, re- the announcement that he was released. And I'm saying, well, man, I wonder if he's going on injury reserve because he didn't practice the last two days. Yeah. And here's an interesting part of this. You can't cut a guy in the NFL when he's injured. That's true. You're, you're not allowed. Mm-hmm. And so there's no injury settlement with that. And, and all those things, at least we don't know if there is yet. So you, you do wonder about that. But he, the reality is, he hasn't played that many snaps. Mm-hmm. Trey McBride played more last week. The one big plus that Max brought was in the running game. And you were mentioned, Johnny, running the football. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd like to see him run more. But all those guys we're talking about on the offensive line, it's not only protecting Kyler, it's also run blocking. Mm. They got to block those guys to create holes for the running backs. And right now, they hardly have any depth at offensive line yeah with Max Garcia is out and Justin Pugh, I mean heck, they tried to play him last week and he only lasted 13 snaps. Yeah, mm-hmm. What happens if he goes out? Yeah. Harlow re- well first Garcia replaced him last week. Then when Will Hernandez got ejected, then Harlow and and Max, you know, one came in and they flipped sides, but now they don't have either of them. Yeah. Well mm. of course our Harlow will be playing center. So if they get an injury there at that on the starters Man, you, you really wonder about that line playing well enough against this Eagles defense.
2: Yeah, it's it's troublesome, Frank. But you think about the upside with Trey McBride. We've all been clamoring for the rookies to play. And I love Max Williams just as much as anybody. I wish him well if he doesn't return to the team. He's been a stalwart under Cliff Kingsbury, underrated signing for Steve Kime. But it's Trey McBride's time. And it's the young man out of Colorado State that gives them size and a receiving Capability, I don't even think Zach Ertz has at this point. Explosiveness, Ooh. yak down the field. What have you seen from the second round pick that gets you excited? I'm asking you what you've
3: what you
0: got. <laughs> yeah, with... I know. What you said, send it back Zach Ertz and like yeah, just nice. kind of. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Ertz <laughs> catches <laughs> the ball. i a little <laughs> shade. <laughs> Zach Ertz. <laughs> like, going into, this he's like 33 years game. old. I'm sorry. Nah, look, Trey, Trey, Trey looks, he, looks like, uh, he looks like he's finding. he's finding how to play in NFL. They're giving him roles and responsibilities. He's learning what he has to do. He's not number one. He's still number two. Yeah. But you can still see that there's some opportunities for him in this system that will feature him. I do like that he's bigger. That we, that Although that we have offensive line situations, I don't mind seeing him in the backfield or teet it off in the back behind the guard, yeah. being there as a, as a second wingman to the offensive line just in case somebody breaks through. I'm okay with it. I think that he'll be good for that. And then another thing that we can do with him, he can check block for a little bit, then bounce out to the outside, catch a quick pass and dip and run, and I think that would be something that defense is not prepared for. If we use, use Trey like that, look, he's got speed, he's got hands, he's got size, all the things I wish that me and Johnny both had at one That's time right. in our life, <laughs> but we don't have that. So right now – He's physically look, blessed. He really is, and I think he's going to be – I think he can only get better in this offense as we find ways to, w- ways to use him and utilize him with the offensive line needing help and also with like a little dump off to the outside as a little check down route. A surprising, a surprising play that most teams are not prepared for.
2: You need his size now, especially with Antoine Wesley Bobrock potentially being out a prolonged period of time. He came back, practiced this week, everybody thought returned from IR, and then
3: now what's going on with his quad? Yeah, Cliff said that he kind of just re-aggravated something there. He's going to have an MRI, and we'll have more news on that. And They tried to do it without surgery, Howard, and they, they couldn't get there, unfortunately. So uh, Antoine Wesley, a good story at the end of last season, uh, looks like it's going to... Hit another speed bump here, and as far as the diversity in that that receiving core, it's going to have to come from AJ Green and those tight ends. And I don't want to spit in the face of Zach Ertz. while, you know, I'm not saying that we're excited about Trey McBride. At the I watched some catch passes we don't have and then to go crush fall Zach down Ertz in I mean, order to boost up Trey McBride. But I'm getting kind of a, a, old. old. I'm getting Rondell Moore vibes a little bit early last year from McBride now. I think Cliff Kingsbury is excited to kind of find ways how to utilize him. He got him on the field to start the game last week. He had three catches for 24 yards, and the most snaps that he played, 32 snaps against Carolina, I expect him to see a little bit more. Let's talk about Zach Ertz. You have your latest article at gophnx.com about Ertz and a potential emotional, yeah. not homecoming. I mean, you wish it was in Philly because of how Cardinals have played at home, but <laughs> yeah, true. You know more on Zach Ertz.
4: Yeah, I mean – it's. It, it probably will be emotional f- for him. He's got a lot of friends on that team playing against the team that you were with for your whole career and now playing him again this season. But he tried to downplay it when he talked to the media yesterday and said, well, you know, I haven't really felt the emotion yet, but really it's about just me and the matchups and, and me playing against the Eagles and giving us a good chance to try and win the game. But yeah, it's, it, it, it'll be a big one for him. And who knows? He, he might come up with, with, with a big performance. I mean, I do agree that you like to get McBride more involved, and it gives Ertz some time off. Maybe using them both, yeah. at the same time, because of the receivers. As as you mentioned, Wesley's not back yet. All their all their, all their wide receivers are small guys, except yeah. for AJ Green. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, AJ Green has a little issue sometimes with getting separation anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of his big plays last year were on jump balls. So they they've just got to get that that offense. You know, together. And I'll tell you something, Johnny, about the running game. We'll go back to that for a moment. I'd like to see, you know, Benjamin and Daryl Williams getting a few more snaps than they are. Because as good as James Conner is, he, he doesn't have that explosive ability to make big plays in the running game. Correct. And Daryl Williams has shown a little bit of that. Not, not tremendous, certainly, but he's shown a little bit of ability of that. And, and Eno's got some juice to him. So i like to see them get some more snaps because if James Conner starts playing too many snaps then you're risking the, the chance of him getting injured.
2: It's great to see the Cardinals lean into their draft picks. Howard Balls, there's our first-round draft pick at gophnx.com. Mm-hmm. Subscribe using the promo code Howard. Howard, thanks so much for joining us today.
4: My pleasure, guys.
2: Head on over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. You can dabble on the Arizona Cardinals' action. They are a minus, excuse me, the Philadelphia Eagles are a minus five favorite uh, against the Redbirds. And I'm going to tell you right now, guys, I went to DraftKings, Frank and Bo, to check on an anytime touchdown for Trey McBride. It was not available yet. You could still get a Max Williams anytime touchdown for about (laughs) $2,200. When that becomes available, I'm going to dabble on it. I will put money every single weekend moving forward until Trey McBride scores a touchdown because I feel like eventually we're going to get number 85 in the end zone. You should be in the end zone too. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win. Get $200 back in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings. Step up, same game parlays. Right now, every lay you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts, even bigger than ever. Why would you bet on football? Anywhere else in Bobrock, to make things sweeter, you can throw down on a step-up same-game parlays. I did this last night. I lost money on the Denver Broncos <laughs> in the process. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum eligibility and age restrictions apply. See show notes for details. My official DraftKings Pick of the week. Mm. I like the Commanders money line, oh gentlemen, against the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. You're wincing over Wentz here. I'm taking the Commanders, baby. I'm not. We'll get to the Cardinals prediction later, Bob. Uh, bad beats will break your
3: heart, <laughs> but uh, man, the thrill of victory it energizes you. One thing that will never break your heart is a delicious beer from Four P. Okay, We're enjoying them right now on set. Frank has the wow, you've got the Pumpkin Porter, it's the uh reason for the season. You can go with the flagship, Kilt Lifter. It's endless as far as what beers are on the menu. Check them out of course, Four Peaks, 8th Street, Downtown Tempe. You can check them out in the airport. You can check them out in your local grocery store. Got to be 21 years or older. We got some great events coming up. Stay tuned to PHX Sports for our Four Peaks events coming on. We got another special guest today. It feels like we just, we're very blessed
2: today. Yeah, we we've didn't. got we've got Howard Balzer who came on to talk a little Cardinals ball, and now we have the GM Saul Bookman sneaking in. He's acting like he, first of all he sits in the chair, and then does he not think he's going to be brought in to talk a little Cardinal? Philadelphia oh, Eagle I, I, action no,
1: with us? L- l- listen, Johnny, come on. <laughs> you knew I knew I was going to be on.
4: I,
2: I Listen, it's exciting to have you in the fold because last weekend, this man, semi-fraudulent, said that he is not a believer in <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury anymore. <laughs> so Cliff goes down to Charlotte, gets a W. What will you say, Saul Bookman, if Cliff Kingsbury... Beats the unbeaten Philadelphia Eagles this weekend. Are you going to be back on the cliff bandwagon? Because (laughs) we're already here.
1: Frank and Bo and I, we're already on the cliff bandwagon. Because you're fickle as fuck, Johnny. That's why. You are seriously going to sit there and tell me that that first half, you were all about Cliff? Getting that dub. Slaying that dragon against Matt Rule. Now he's going to slay the home home losing streak dragon. I, I hope that the Cards pull off this victory. I do. And I think they will. I do. But you can't sit there and be like, "Oh, Carolina is the reason why Cliff is a god." Like, stop with that bullshit. You're fraudulent. You're
2: listen. That's that's he's I a
3: fraudulent, fickle fuck.
2: I don't. Oh we,
3: my god! Bumblefuck <laughs> University. Family show on a Friday.
2: Uh, injury report continuation here, bring- here with the Eagles, with the Cardinals. Brock. Cardinals have a lot of injuries right now. Yeah, Let's
3: take a look. They do. Yeah. They, they released Jesus it. Max yes. Garcia, oh. the depth on the interior of that offensive <laughs> line is also depleted. So, no Max Garcia. Shard Lawrence still letting that hand heal after surgery. Matt Prater was ruled out by Cliff Kingsbury earlier this week. Oh, so, God. it's Matt Amendola and then Nick Vigil. Hopefully, that means more snaps for Isaiah Simmons. Yes, please. Just by necessity. I feel like I'm
1: at my high school graduation, and this is a list of <laughs> graduates. It's not it looks it, okay. It
3: yes, that looks, looks more like, like the dates to homecoming that turned you down here. <laughs> Ooh, oh, damn. 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 Are you Good
1: job. Good
3: job. Are you serious right now? Oh my God. God. I thought we had that 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 tone set a long time ago.
1: Is that yeah. just the Johnny insult. I came for Johnny's throw, not yours, but okay. Yeah, i, got you know. five. I got could you be Mo's last show yeah. with this here at all, go right, all
0: right, man.
1: I didn't realize I needed to have my game face on, but
2: here's a wow right.
1: moment with a wild beer. That's
2: wow. right. All right, Frank Sanders, of all those injuries for this weekend, what concerns you the most?
0: That list? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, the list? The list itself. The list what na- itself.
2: What I, name I mean, on that list? Is it Rodney Hudson? Is it Matt Prater? Is it potentially,
3: I don't know, I think Rondell Trayvon Rowan's got to be the most concerning. You, you think, think so? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if and I think he's the most in danger of maybe not playing. Hamstring kind of showed up yesterday, and he's a guy that put Vance Joseph finally in a position to have the right personnel to match up against NFL offenses. To have three just... NFL caliber cornerbacks, and him to potentially be out, and then have to throw Antonio Hamilton right into action after the freak accident. I just that doesn't bode well for the Arizona Cardinals on
2: defense. What about this, Frank Sanders? Jason Sandoval. Based on the Twitter posts I've seen, it appears Eagle fans are taking over the stadium. This could be uh, an away game. Feel maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, maybe. I because mean, because they're we, eleven and one in their last twelve road games.
0: It it always feels good when you can come to your home stadium and feel like. You have your fans. We understand the market when it comes to Arizona and people selling their tickets. Philadelphia is going to show up either way. They did. They do. They just. they well. Do
2: Cardinal. Do does Michael Will and company? Do they deserve a, a ruckus home crowd when they haven't won a home game in a year? Bro, like the, I'm asking. I'm I asking. Mean, that's, that that's
1: the part. That's the part that pisses me off right there.
2: I can't is tell that, people to
1: go buy. It's, it's not about who deserves what. It's about celebrating and supporting your team no matter what. And if you're a fickle fan. Then, yeah, you're going to sell you your go. tickets to to the visiting team yep. because you want to make a profit. Then why even buy tickets? You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand you want to make your money back. I could understand at the end of the season, maybe the team's like 2-14 and 14 or something like that. Yeah. Cool. Make your money back because it was a waste of a season. Sure. We are in week five. <laughs> like, holy cow. Like, 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 why? Why? I, I don't I don't understand that, and that's part of the problem, and that's part of the reason why we even fucking exist here at PHNX, because we have to fucking teach fans how to be real fans and not give their damn tickets away, because that's bullshit. And it's going to be a sea of green. I already know that. I know that based on the restaurants that are at Westgate that have yep. already booked out Eagles fan club um, spots. Yep. Like I know that already. So it's going to be a sea of green. Fuck them. We're Crazy. still going to beat them. Everything he said... Um, I I used to watch my man in the south end zone (laughs) in a sea of fucking blue when the Cowboys would come to town. But the south end zone was the only end zone that stayed true. And those are the Cardinals fans that I will always remember because those are the real ones that didn't sell their tickets because they weren't fickle. I hope there's people that are following the show that are not like that either.
2: Are fans allowed to be frustrated, though, with the home performance? I mean, they have not won a home game in
1: almost a calendar year. Okay, well, cool. Yeah, they could be frustrated all they want. But how do you think it's going to change if you give all your tickets to the visiting team all the time? It's not going to change either. Listen, even in the bad years of State Farm Stadium, the, they would still sell out. They would. And, they, and those games would be competitive even if they were terrible. I've seen John Skelton stay in games before. Jesus Christ, we got Kyler Murray. Can we please... Flip the script a little
0: bit. Yeah, I agree with one hundred percent, Saul. There's always an opportunity to win. You know, you got to, you know you got talent. You know, you got pieces in place. You got guys that want to go out and play and, and have proven themselves to be players. Um, it's ugly when a, when the player comes on the football field and look up and it looks like you're not at home. Yeah, even at home, we did that at Sun Devil Stadium. It was not good. Um, and I think I, if we started over here at State Farm, it will not be good for whatever reason. Saul is one hundred percent correct. Win, lose, a draw. You need to be there for your team no matter what. Until you realize that. You, you, you're probably at the end of the road. Two and 14, you can make decisions. But in this window of time right now, with the, with the, with the level of talent we have, mm-hmm. this team should be supported. I will always say this about the Cardinals, and I'll say this, that it was a time in the season when they didn't have a talent. They didn't have the talent on the field. It just didn't have it. And I understand if you saw your ticket stand, but you got talent on the field. You got guys that can play, guys that will represent the Cardinal and wear that bird extremely well and show up every Sunday to give their best. And there's no reason to sell your tickets because your team is still on the rise and you want to make the city, you want to make the city, you want to make the league fear the Arizona Cardinals yeah. for what they stand for. And then, and the position that they want to take in when they want to move to the next level of being one of the up echelon I, organizations. I
1: will also say this. There are certain fan bases, as we know, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Do, it doesn't You're matter right. who you are or what team you are. Hell, Dallas was damn near taken over by San Francisco 49er fans. Like yep. it happens. I get it. However, like, I'm not on board with fans just saying, oh, well, we we're 2-2, two and two, therefore, no, we're going to lose. Here's my tickets. Like, come on now. Yep. Like, this is the game you want to go. This is the game they need you.
0: You got two of the best players in the in NFL, two quarterbacks, two young studs, and yeah. two teams that are really young that's actually in a good position to be some of the two upper-tier teams in the NFC to challenge themselves rivaling for. Once we lose Tom Brady and, and another guy over in Green Bay, you'll, you'll be right now dealing with nothing but young quarterbacks primarily in the NFL that's making their mark and we got two coming here this week you shouldn't sell your tickets this right. is this is this is a show you want to see
3: when when you have number one in the shotgun for the Arizona Cardinals and he's at the peak of his athleticism and his career like selling those tickets and, and you know taking the opportunity from yourself to go see that live I mean that that's that's a you problem not a me problem and, and like the organization I think, People they especially with Philly fans who are willing to pay the price to get into it because their team's four and and they think that they're gonna go seventeen and 0 for some yep. reason at the end of the season. Uh they they'll pay a pretty penny for it. They'll come out, enjoy the weather and and run amok. But this is an opportunity for Arizona Cardinals fans who kept their tickets to see something special potentially, CK one, uh, you know, take it to another level. And then also watch Philly fans exit like they're Broncos fans at home and overtime. You yeah, know, Leave leave early, right? I mean, that that's what you want ideally on Sunday.
2: Yeah, Arizona Animal will come out with some energy and put up a TD on the first drive, and <laughs> you might change fans' minds. And listen, I'm not going to yeah. sit here and tell you what to spend your hard-earned money on. It, it's my preference to see a sea of red every time we, we pan over the stadium crowd at State Farm Stadium. I think that that's a benefit for the home team, but, I mean, I can understand fans' frustration sure. with the losing streak. It's not fun. It's not fun to, to think that every time you play a home game and you shell out premium funds and you go and have an experience that it's going to end with a Cardinal loss. But, as Saul and Frank have yeah. put it, the only way is to stick it out and continue to be the free franchise. One, one
0: thing we can say about, you know, not having, having being eight 0-8 and and right now at home, um, the, sad, the good part about it is that the team has not been – they have showed, they have given themselves a chance to try to win some games. Outside of the Chiefs or, yeah. game, yeah. I mean, the Rams, we saw the Rams game, they fought to the end. Green Bay fought to the end. There's games that they fought to the end where they gave themselves a chance. So they, they fought, they just came up short at home. And that's, that's been the case. Now, if you just come home and you suck, and you constantly suck, then there's a – that's a whole other conversation. So, But looking forward to this week, I think this is a great week for the Arizona Cardinals. I think this yeah, is yeah. game five. They got They got their preseason legs off them. Those guys are figuring some things out defensively. They're figuring a lot of great things out on how to put guys in the right spot. They're moving guys in the right position between J.J. and Zach Allen, letting those guys tag team up on on offensive lines. They look really good. Trayvon Muller would be excellent to have back then as another tall tall cornerback that can fight against these these good receivers over on the other side. But our offense right now, the Rodney Hudson situation I'm not happy with, but I think we can find other ways to move guys around and get the ball to them. Kyler is my... He's my he's my reason why I feel so confident about him right now. Absolutely. He looks more mature, Saul. He looks more, he looks ready to play. He looks like he has himself in a position where he understands the offense. I don't know if Coach Coach Murray was, he figured something out in doing the preseason when he was calling plays or something like that. But Coach Murray seems like Kyler Murray is coaching and playing football at another level as a quarterback. He understands how teams are trying to attack him, where they're coming from, where the pressure's coming from. How to sit in the pocket a little bit longer and make those throws? We got to have receivers making the catches, and hopefully these guys have have a great have a great game versus Philly.
3: Here, here's one last thing I'll say about the stadium and obviously opposing fans often getting so many tickets. Yeah, like, you know, talk about Green Bay and Philly and, and these huge these franchises that have been around pretty much since the inception of the NFL of, of pro football. And you go around the league and you go to their respective home fields and there's waiting lists that are decades long that these fans have been waiting to be a part of where this is a baby franchise. I mean, they're they're still building the Arizona Cardinals and its fan base. They came here in 88, right? And, you know, they weren't great for a decade plus, right? So there wasn't, you know, young fans that were growing up Cardinals fans and it's, they're still building this thing and it's going to take Cardinals fans holding on to their tickets and raising their kids, Cardinals fans and bringing them to the game, bringing them the pH and X tailgate parties and getting that experience and wanting to be a part of that. It becomes nostalgia. It becomes part of a community and the Cardinals are still building that. Like they haven't been around like the Packers or Philly since, you know, the fifties and sixties. So it's, it's, we're still, we have time to do it. I mean, look at the suns.
1: Okay. When the suns are, are going good, then the Suns are the team here in the Valley, like, yeah. and they built that since '68. Mm-hmm. You know, it's taken some time because as people have, have have been born in the '70s and '80s, that's all they know is the Suns. It's the same thing here. Like, there's kids that are born in the '90s and the 2000s that will be those season ticket holders down the road and be Cardinals fans. Mm-hmm. It's taken a little while to get there. And to be honest with you, in the in the middle of the 2000s, we had a decent run. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the run to the Super Bowl and then the Bruce Arians era, um, that kind of – and you saw the energy in that place. Yeah. You saw how how uh, Cardinals fans would not be selling their tickets as much. But even in that playoff game, mm-hmm. when Aaron Rodgers threw the Hail Mary, even in that game, like they still – the number one – or the number <laughs> two seed that year, there were still plenty of Packers fans. Some mm-hmm. You will never defeat all the fandoms from from some of these fan bases, but again – it's about the majority, and the majority is the thing that sticks in my craw, and that needs to change. Um, and it will. It will. And yep. Listen, for all those people that bitch and complain about the Chimera and all this other stuff, you have no idea what it was like <laughs> to watch this team never have a chance year after year after year when Mr. B, God rest his soul, was in charge of the team and wouldn't pay a plug nickel for anybody with talent. Uh, like, it just, it was, it was. Outrageous, and so like yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, like it just it hits a, it we, triggers. We me. both know it triggers me. We you both know? know, like this guy. I'm telling you, like Frank fucking Sanders was <laughs> getting know. his ass worked thirty five to seven against the Cowboys in this all blue stadium. But guess what? They came back in that fucking both game, and I remember Frank it to this work, day.
2: The team yeah. was like <laughs>
1: I remember it to this day because I sat here and I thought. Man, they just came back from a 35-7 to deficit, mm-hmm. and they're about to tie this fucking game. The ball was on the three-yard line, and I just thought this stadium should have more red in it than it does. And, yeah, and, and because of that, there was a pass interference call that wasn't called because all these damn Cowboys fans were just going outrageous anyway. I yeah.
2: want to make sure, again, my point to come across is we try to speak for the fan here, and I think it would be ignorant for me to sit up here and not address the home struggles and just to kind of blow it no, off I and say, right, support yeah. your team regardless. I feel like you should not sell your tickets. I want you there. But as Arizona Animal puts it in the chat, like we're, we need competitive outings from the team at home. Like, yes, Michael Bidwell uh, and, and Steve Kime said before the season they were going to change things up. So the home experience was better and that the team would respond. That has
3: not happened yet. We need to see a sense of urgency. I mean, aside from that Green Bay game, I mean that that was it, right? I mean, well, I'm just no, I'm talking about this outs, last calendar yeah, year, and that, the last time you know Philly was in the stadium. That was a huge win. They didn't fold there, and that was reason to come back and and build off of that. I mean, everybody remembers the flea flicker and kicking the crap out of McNabb and the Eagles. And the, well, yeah, I'm just talking about in this specific 12 sure. month yeah, yeah, yeah. period. Yeah. Like I've seen State Farm. Yeah. Popping
2: and, uh, and ha- having an unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So,
1: But even last year, it, it didn't feel like it was like popping, popping, right? Only it was, that Packer it game. Was, it was yeah. almost as if people were were like, can I really trust this? You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, And absolutely. then the second half of the year, you saw why. Mm-hmm. You saw why they couldn't trust it. And the losing streak at home, Like they've got to have a big win. That's, that's almost a dominant win to where people can believe and be like, oh, I see it. I see why. Because even last year when they were 7-0, they were playing the Packers on Thursday Night Football, those wins didn't feel like dominating, yeah. except for against the Texans. But the Texans were trash. Like <laughs> they just It just seemed like they were just kind of methodical, and mm-hmm. and they were putting themselves in good position. That's what good teams do. But nothing dominant. Nothing that I could point to and be like, oh, that's clear-cut the best thing in the league right now. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Outside of maybe d Hop. For a little bit but he, even he got hurt and it was you know, fell apart. well
2: if you're if you're wondering what are you guys gonna pick in terms of a final score prediction we're gonna get to that in a minute but right now you can get on underdog fantasy and you can pick your favorite player stats over and under we play every weekend it's fantastic it is our favorite new app here at phnx underdog fantasy tell you what you can search in the app store click on the link in the show notes Use that promo code PHNX. And guess what? Underdog is going to double your first deposit up to 100. I deposited 100. I got an additional 100. I lost all 200, but that's on me. It's not on Underdog Fantasy. That's Underdog Fantasy using that promo code PHNX. Get in on the action today, Bo Brock.
3: You can get in $3 drafts, $10 drafts. We did a $10 draft. Saul, myself and Johnny and Shane Diefenbach for the tailgate. I destroyed them, and, and you won. <laughs> I, 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 you still won't play us again. You haven't invited me <laughs> Let's again. do it this Sunday, damn it, for the tailgate, but Let's for the Philly it. game. You invite yourself on the show. You can invite yourself in our Underdog Fantasy game.
1: <laughs> These guys purposely excluded me from that point forward. You know?
3: Oh, man. It, it's, it's feisty here on set, but it's also comfortable and it's good looking look at this set; it's unreal these chairs super comfy as good looking as they are comfortable more furniture they can hook you up got your living room your tv room your kitchen dining room your bedroom more furniture mor furniture.com get in on their fall sale pimp out your house prediction time let's
2: talk about what's gonna happen on sunday let's do it i'm starting with frank sanders Give me your final prediction and your offensive, defensive, and unsung heroes for the big game.
0: Uh, but my prediction is that the Cardinals will win 24-14. I know the over and under. I think the over is 48. I don't see it getting to that level. I think our defense is kind of finding themselves in the stretch. My offensive star would be our O-line. Again, I just found out that my man RH is not playing, so that's definitely a slap in the face. But I think our O-line would still be – they will be the conduit to what this offense is able to do because they will be keeping Kyler either safe in the pocket with time to throw down the field find my boy Gregory D, find Trey McBride out the backfield or see Hurts in, in the back end of the end zone for some touchdowns in Hollywood down the field. I, my, uh, my, de- my, my defensive player of the game will have to be the defensive line. Again, they have to be starters that play a sound game versus a Jalen Hurst who can, with the RPO offense, you don't know if they're going to run, pass, or he has the option to do that. He is a savvy, smart quarterback. He's definitely taking his game up to the next level, but our defensive line will have to be smart and intelligent to stay at home and do their part and again, my unsung hero is Gregory Dortch. You need first downs. You need first downs to keep it going. On third down, when 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 the, when the torch is in there, he's torching people and keeping the chains moving. Unfortunately, last week we had Rondell. Rondell got in, and I don't think he was the guy making the plays no. to keep the chains moving. Gregory Dortch has shown that. I think that hopefully they will see that he's the guy for that specific position right now. Until Rondell proves himself to be doing something else, I like to see him getting there. Maybe three or four first downs keep those chains moving. And Greg will be my unsung hero.
2: Yeah, fans have to win you over in this league, and Greg Dortch has won over the fan base here in Arizona. Rondell Moore has not. Rondell Moore has a lot to prove for this franchise. He's on the injury report again with a knee, and I'm with Frank Sanders. Like at this point, don't don't break what's what's working. Greg Dortch is working in the intermediate passing game. You want to mix it up with with Rondell Moore? I'm fine with him. Bo Brock getting five to seven touches but
3: not at the expense of this breakout receiver. Right. Dorch needs to be reincorporated into this offense. He only had one catch last week for a first down. It was a big first down. It was. That got him going in the second half. Yep. And here's a guy who's caught 21 of his 24 targets. The ball goes up. He comes down with it. And then he makes plays afterwards. You can't say that for the rest of the receiving, receiving core outside of Hollywood Brown. Get him more involved again this week, and I think that's going to bode well for this Cardinals offense. Let's look at my picks for the week, and we'll get to Johnny's. Uh, We've got the Arizona Cardinals with the shocking win over the undefeated Philly Eagles. Their uh, struggles continue against the Cards. I like Hollywood Brown. I think anytime they're not going to see him match up with Darius Slay, that they're going to throw number two's Mm -hmm. way, and that's going to be just like the last two weeks. Going to be healthy for this offense. I like JJ Watt. I saw Zach Allen beast out last week. I think Watt, he probably gets home at least once against this uh, Philly D- offensive line and maybe gets hurt hurts on the ground. And then DJ Humphreys is your unsung hero. DJ Humphreys was also on the injury report, but I would anticipate he's going to play. And he's got a big assignment this week in slowing down a pass rush that has 16 sacks through four games and a guy in Hassan Reddick who's going to be hungry to prove this organization that they made a massive mistake by not picking up his fifth-year option and not seriously getting at the negotiation table the first time he was a free agent and keeping him in-house. I like your
2: predictions, and listen, I've been on record. I said I'm not going to pick them to win at home until they win at home. I lied. I'm picking them this week. (laughs) 24-21, they're going to do it behind the back. See, you guys thought I was knocking them earlier. Liar. Zach Ertz (laughs) is going to be the offensive player of the game. Multiple touchdowns. Trey McBride also going to do well. Have it be a a tight end dominant offense until my boy D-Hop comes back. Zach Gertz and then defensive star. Byron Murphy shut down Devontae Adams, who projects similarly to A.J. Brown. They are not burners. They're big physical receivers. That helps Byron Murphy, who himself does not run a 4-3. I think Byron is chomping at the bit to do big things again on on the biggest stage where he can get paid. I'm excited about that. My unsung player. Marco Wilson. So I have the box score up from the SEC championship game, Alabama versus Florida back in 2020, 52-46. Devontae Smith ate Marco Wilson alive in that game back when he was at Florida and Devonte was at Alabama. Revenge game, Marco. <laughs> Let's go. Take him out, throw a shoe or three if you have to. But I I'm I'm banking on the ex-Florida gator oh to goodness. say, hey, listen, get your number one pick. I was supposed to be a top pick too and I threw a shoe comeback game for Marco Wilson. Saul, give us your thoughts on those. Yeah,
1: so uh those are those are solid. Those are solid. I'm kind of surprised nobody went with Isaiah Simmons, who I think I know every single week we could always talk about what he could possibly <laughs> could. do. But but what I will say is is uh he's he's facing a, a mobile quarterback, somebody that actually does try to run from time to time. Um and I mean if if this isn't the game, I don't know when it is going to happen. Jalen Hurts loves they have designed runs for Jalen Hurts like Isaiah Simmons has to be that dude so he's going to be my defensive star of the game on offense um, I think it's Kyler Murray I think when you're going head-to-head against somebody else from your own school uh, who everybody's hyping up and they're like oh he's the second coming of you know Randall Cunningham or whoever the fuck you want to call an Eagles quarterback I I think you just you have to put them on their back and, and, and and I think you have to show up who's Who's the real quarterback here? And I think it's Kyler Murray, so I think he's going to show up. And then an well, unsung hero uh, or unsung player, I think it's going to be uh, Amendola, the kicker. Wow. Because I think the, the Cardinals are going to win in the last-second field goal, uh high of them winning 30-28. to 28.
3: Wow. So yeah. I, I like that. I mean, Kyler That's Murray, awesome. 4-0 against his predecessor, his successor at Oklahoma. So great stats. His quarterback ratings at like 110. He's also got over 1,000 yards in those four games. He's got 10 touchdowns, 12 total touchdowns against Baker and, and Hertz. So that, that bodes well. And, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, 6-0 and against the NFC East. Good numbers there. Yeah. So, I mean, something's the, tr- the trends are there. Johnny Warren's a football player. And, and the Eagles yeah, were 0-6 so against playoff teams last year. They, was, wear, they played the wear? Washington yeah. Commanders this year. They played Jacksonville, and they played Detroit.
1: That's my point. Is like they played a bunch of scrubs. Yeah. Like, who the fuck are the Eagles? <laughs> they're they
2: front runners. They like, haven't
1: like. Seriously, yeah, like they haven't the played f- anybody. like they're coming in talking all this shit and like Jalen Hurts is literally having to tell the media out in Philly because Philly's such a fraud ass city <laughs> about how you got to respect the Cardinals because nobody respects the Cardinals on the East Coast cuz you guys can't stay up that late to watch fucking football games. Well stay your happy ass and watch your ass get beat on Sunday cuz that's going to happen.
2: Yeah, what th- he said. Coach Gabagool for Philadelphia. <laughs> they lost week 1. To, they lost week 1 to Andy Reid and maybe the best team in football. <laughs> They lost week three to Sean McVay, who, who they convincingly can never beat. So, right. like, we're not giving passes here, but we're contextualizing it. If you listen to the audio show that Bo and I dropped this morning, we went week-to-week, week, gentlemen, the rest of the year. There's 13 games left on the schedule. The Cardinals will have the better quarterback – in over three-fourths of those games. So for people who are ready to bail on the season, like, I don't know, the quarterback position is pretty damn important, Frank Sanders, and I think the Cardinals have a better quarterback on Sunday.
0: Welcome to the party, Pope Platinum Beats. We do have a better <laughs> what quarterback. What that mean? Right oh, there, yeah, my well, man. He's hitting the, the chest. I'm into it. Like, welcome, friend. I can't wait for the Eagles to stomp the Cardinals. Guess what? Welcome to the party, buddy, because we can't wait for the same thing. Our quarterback is better than him than, than theirs, and I just for a fact, um, look, Kyler is Kyler is is a smoother quarterback. He has all the throws. Jalen does well, but just if you're going to go from ten to one to ten, Kyler's probably the ten on the board, and Jalen's probably about that nine nine five depending on the week. So it's just it's just it's just not a matchup that you can look look against. But what you will test is the the, the minds of the offense coordinators and the head coaches on how they how well they put their guys in a position to play. And that's, that's what's going to be the determining factor. Again, the players, the players go out and play. And the Cardinals got to come ready to play. That's, that's, that's the difference in this moment. If, I, if, I'm Philly, if I'm Philly right now and all they're thinking about is they're watching four game films of the Cardinals get popped in the mouth in the first quarter, first half of the, game, first half of the games they played in. And all they realize is that if we do that, then we can set the tone, but then we got to keep the same pace. Not everybody does that because they, once they get a hit, they do the same shit, and then the Cardinals come back. The Cardinals had to take the mentality like they did the last couple of halves and say, we can go set the tempo and the tone. And if they do that, then they will put themselves in a better position, shockingly.
2: Do you guys feel like we'll get a continuation, Saul so start with you, of a quality defensive outing? Or was last week a little bit fraudulent by Vance Joseph and company because it was against Baker Mayfield and Matt Rule?
1: Uh, well, yeah, I don't think you can buy, you can take too much stock into that last game for sure, but they took advantage of those opportunities and that's what you need to do if you're a good defense. Right. So, um, I think they're going to play, I think they're going to play just kind of a a little bit below a par of, or a little bit above what they did against the chiefs. Yeah. Uh, but not as good as they did against the Panthers somewhere in the middle. That's kind of what they are there. I think they're a middle of the pack defense, 15th, 16th kind of range. And I think I, that's and, uh, what we all thought before the season, right? Uh, yeah. I didn't. I thought they were going to be a lower-tier defense because okay. they, didn't, they don't have any dudes on the defensive line. That's true. Correct. You know what I mean? Like That was a major concern. The cornerback, we were depleted. Like,
0: we so know, they've overachieved in they, mind. They, they have, have overachieved in Correct. my mind, for sure. I agree. I agree with Saul on that. What about They're you, The side
3: of the football that's trending in the right direction. I mean, finally, we have to see this offense come out and, and score and, and take advantage because the defense has been getting three and outs. They've been forcing punts and forcing turnovers. If they can continue to do so, and this offense actually shows up in early, it could. it is a recipe for an upset. Well,
2: I, I'm going to tell you right now, you need to check out, and you won't be upset about this, all of our fine gear at gophnx.com, the PHNX Merchandise Locker. We have two of the hottest T-shirts you will find around the Valley Bar. None. The Hollywood Hills yesterday. sign. What's that? I just got mine
1: yesterday. Oh, nice. That's I'm so still sad. waiting for mine. It's funny like how, the how Hollywood? it
2: works. <laughs> Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood, Hollywood yeah. Hills sign on Camelback Mountain. We've got the – sell. look at that. That's the best shirt going right now. Tied for first with the Touchdown Celebration T-shirt. You can get them right now at PHNX Merchandise Locker or become a member. Get subscription. All access to Howard's fantastic content. Go to phnx.com. Get a free t-shirt. Just under 60 bucks for the entire year. It is worth it, let me tell you. It's also worth it to stay hydrated, friends. It's hot here. I've only been in Arizona a couple years, but I have noticed now I have to drink water constantly. If you want to learn more about it, visit azhealth.gov
3: for more information, Bo. What do we got? Some OGs that's going to help us get some good rest before the game on Sunday. You have... Tough time sleeping. You're thinking about Cliff Kingsbury not dialing up the right scheme. Whatever's keeping you up at night. Missed first-round draft picks from Steve Kime. Don't worry any longer. OG's has got you taken care of. They're changing the game. They've got the sleep time gummy. Instead of flavoring life, Saul, they're flavoring dreams. Mm. They've got their 2-to-1 THC-to-CBM ratio gummy. They figured it out. Science working to an advantage I can get on board with. Talking about getting yourself to sleep and staying asleep—that's what the CBN does for you. Specifically designed to fall and stay asleep, and it's an aqua berry flavor, which is delicious. Oh, they highly, delicious. we highly recommend you check them out. Ogsbrands.com—that's O G E E Z brands.com. You're looking for something maybe a little different? You want the the creamsicle gummy, Frank's favorite tasting gummy? Check that out as well. Find all their products at Ogs. Brands.com and on Instagram. You've got to be 21 years or older. You can find their products in your local dispensary. It's a comment. Cliff's got to call his best game. I agree
2: with that. We're always on our best game here at PHNX Cardinals. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Like this video, help share all the YouTube algorithms. We are back on Sunday for the Best Sam Halftime Show. Money can buy, but it's free for you on YouTube. You can also check us out for the post-game show. Myself, Frank Sanders, the great Damien Anderson will join us. Bo's going to be live at State Farm Stadium for Frank Sanders, Bo Brock, Saul Bookman, Come Howard the Balzer, tailgate too. and the tailgate. Let's talk about the tailgate real quick. We got a promotional tailgate <laughs> that's the best time you're going to have just ahead of Thursday night football against the New Orleans Saints. It is going to be off the chain. Come and hang with us at the Lola. <laughs> Thank you for reminding Or you can us.
1: show us on Sunday morning for the tailgate show. <laughs> oh. Uh, you know, we that's the like one I was. We had like
2: six things <laughs> called tailgates here. You can also <laughs> at check out the tailgate show, 9 a.m. It's it's fantastic. If you want to hear Saul yell at us for, for an hour, that's basically what happens. Myself, Shay Diefenbach, <laughs> Paul Brock, Saul Bookman. For all of us here at PHNX, downtown Phoenix, have a great week, and we'll see you on Sunday.